0: I have got some ghost stories for you.
1: I come home from the gym and the chairs are all stacked upside down. Like a very intricate stack.
0: There was a
2: werewolf On our porch swing holding one of our kittens the pen was all busted open and there is blood everywhere
0: there's like somebody standing in the
3: middle of the bed with their finger pushing straight up on the canopy like a tent pole but there's nothing there and I lay in bed like a little kid I pulled the covers up over my eyes
0: (laughs) this little boy told paranormal investigators apparently my grandfather came back from the dead to harass a toddler (laughs) (laughs) so that is my ghost story
1: Hi, and welcome to Haunted at the podcast of real good stories told by real people. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Fist. And I'm Rebecca Black. So coming up here on our season eight <gasps> finale.
4: Sad.
1: Oh, it's happening. You're
4: too happy about it. And this has been an exhausting season. <laughs> it really has, but I'm still sad.
1: I, I am sad. I really am. It's a bittersweet thing, mm-hmm, you know, especially totally. the Halloween episode because know. we get so excited. There's so many fun things going on yeah. and we also get really, really busy, but coming up, we are going to share one of our favorite stories from Granberry we are planning to share the rest of those in minisodes while we're on a break we didn't get to all of them but our favorite one from that weekend is coming up we're also going to talk to Britt Barbieri about the recent UFO sightings I'm
4: so excited about this yeah
1: there's a whole bunch of them the today show even did a segment on it and so Britt is like totally clued in she's got all the information for us and that's all coming up
4: yeah but real quick we need to say hello shout out give some love love to our newest patrons Cameron Vinoy Navera, and Jill C by the yeah. way patreon.com slash haunted AF it's just five bucks a month that's all we also have to say
1: thank you to everybody who has sent their Halloween costume photos oh so many good
4: ones and their
1: animals in costumes and their decorations it's just it's been a whole lot of fun if you're listening to the podcast make sure you go and check out either the companion blog at haunteddayf.com or just go watch it on YouTube mm-hmm. because we'll be posting all of that stuff in the intro so much fun thanks a lot for the that. And you know what, let's just go ahead and jump in the stories. This is from Brad.
3: Hello Jules and Bex. Uh Brad from the UK. I've sent in a few stories which you have read and um I really appreciate it. I love your show. The way um you guys laugh absolutely cracks me up. Aww. So, um back in the early 2000s, I used to work at a school in East London and um I used to work quite late at the school. I was a um Like a caretaker, I went about and locked up the school at the end of um, the night and things like that. So this school it's called Lister Community School. It was in the east end of London. It had a building called that we called the old building. It was like just over a hundred years old. It's been knocked down since and the school's been rebuilt, which is a shame. But um of an evening when I'd go to um lock up the old building, it was notorious for being haunted. So um I'd go down the corridor, locking all the doors as you do, checking all the rooms, make sure everyone was out. And by the time I got to the end of the corridor the original first classroom that I'd locked would be swinging open and you'd think, oh, for f- sake, here we go. <laughs> so you'd walk all the way down, lock that door, and then the door that you locked at the other end would be swinging open. So it were not anything malevolent, it was just a um, just a playful ghost. But uh, the story has it that the uh, school was used as a um, hospital during the wars and I think it was a kids' hospital so in the East End of London, obviously, with the Blitz and stuff like that. Unfortunately, I can't find any pictures of it to send us. But yeah, that's the story. Just random doors opening once you lock them. And it was just really irritating. But anyway, <laughs> keep up the uh, excellent work. I love your show.
1: Cheers. Bye, Bradley. Aww, cheers. I can't believe he said, I've sent stories before that you've read. Yeah. I'm like, Brad, from here on out, you have to record them. Right. And to what be, the hell honestly Brad could be writing to us from Arkansas and we would not know no
4: we wouldn't care either <laughs> just you do a great accent
1: yeah. so I actually went to Starbucks the other day and the guy the barista had yeah. such a heavy British accent I was like, you're faking that shit. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> I literally wanted to call him out in the drive-thru because I was like, where are like, you like, yeah. get off with that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, where do you oh. Like, I don't believe chip you. Chip, chip, LA cabinet. come on, Mary Poppins. <laughs> awesome. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, let's move on
4: to our next story. So this, uh, just, we actually got this on hauntedaf.com. Yes, you can send your stories through hauntedaf.com. Just written, no audio though, just yes. FYI. Uh, this is from Alexis who says, I have many spooky stories from childhood till now. I'm 26. But but I had to share with you something that happened just last week. I listened to your podcast at work and before I got my headphones, I would just play it out loud. <laughs> oh, aren't you the nicest cubby buddy on the planet?
1: <laughs> Giving everybody anxiety yeah, attacks. Right?
4: Uh, last week, however, I was listening on my headphones and decided to freak out my coworker by telling her I was haunted. <laughs> the second I said this to her, the lights in our warehouse flickered. <laughs> this has never happened before and it hasn't happened again. Sufficient to say she believes I am haunted now. Thank you
1: guys for the great podcast. I just hope (laughs) that when Alexis said that, like I'm haunted and then the lights started flickering. I hope she just did like a full on like, God, that would have been amazing. Yes. And you are haunted, Alexis. Yeah. I believe that you are. Okay. So we got this email from Mike. He says, hello again. I was the one with the haunted sink a few seasons back. Do you remember that? Like, I think he and his wife were like getting frisky in the bathroom. They were Uh making out and the sinks started turning on. They had two different sinks. Yeah. So, he says uh, so one of our cars was in the shop and we rented a Tesla for a bit while my wife and I were out looking for a place to charge it I mentioned your podcast and all the haunted Teslas Uh, well she perked right up and said let's go find a cemetery and see if it's true yes yes (laughs) and yes (laughs) so we drove past a few but it was late so of course all the gates were closed so we drove home and as we were pulling into our garage a figure popped up on the screen and appeared to be walking towards the front of the car (laughs) no one was home or in the garage, of course, I got hella happy and started recording. Unfortunately, it didn't pop up as well as it did before I was recording. Nothing weird has happened in the place we're living now, and hopefully nothing will, but y'all will be the first to know if it does, and that's Mike from Louisville. We are going to share Mike's video in the companion blog. That's hauntedaf.com episode 13, season 8, and it's so cute. You can see it and they both get so excited. To
4: me, that's more of the fun part of it, is when the people are watching it and getting excited and getting in real jazzed time. like that's I know. awesome yeah
1: and if you have a tesla please you have to go and uh check this out for us we love these videos
4: random side note because okay i had a car accident yesterday and oh, somebody yeah. asked me on facebook did you get hit by a tesla of people who are going out looking for ghosts <laughs> <laughs> really? and i was like god i wish i wish that was the case
1: yeah but solid callback right i know so we're doing a promo swap this week a podcast called the guide to the unexplained reached Ooh. out to us and they're like what do you think about a promo swap and we went and looked and checked and these guys are awesome yeah they're bigger than us then let's do it so I was like hell yeah let's swap it on up guys I <laughs> no, here you go hi I'm Kristen
5: and I'm her little brother William
4: We're the team behind the podcast Guide to the Unknown, where we talk about spooky things, the paranormal, horror movies, and so much more.
5: Some of our favorite episodes include Haunted Amusement Parks, Episode 146, Silent Hill,
4: 158,
5: and Cursed Thrift Store Items,
4: 193.
5: With years of shows under our belts, though, we've covered literally hundreds of topics. Guide to the Unknown is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all other podcast apps, in addition to a YouTube version. You can even watch us record new episodes live and chat with other viewers. Find more by following at GTTUPod on all social media or visit GTTUPod.com. Come join the scary fun, everyone. With Guide to the Unknown, there's always more to learn and explore. And with our extensive Patreon catalog, the rabbit hole goes as deep as you want it to. Weird.
1: See you all on Guide to the Unknown, everyone. Okay, so here's the thing. Now, you guys have to go and listen to their next episode, because they're supposed to play our promo, uh-huh. and so you have to let us know if they did. Because so, um,
4: <laughs> if they didn't, then we'll, we'll come back to haunt them. <laughs> I,
1: I, I don't know. <laughs> Plus, it's just so nice if somebody shares your promo, and right, you see yeah. a little bump in your listens. Yes. That's really exciting. So let's How let's, cute were they both? I know. Aren't they adorable? So let's help those guys out. This next story comes from Megan.
2: So right after I graduated high school, I was kind of lost, and I didn't really know what I wanted to do, so I... I decided to move from northern california where i've lived my whole life to live with one of my cousins she lived in saint paul minnesota in an apartment that was in a very old house that had been converted into two living spaces i thought the place was a little creepy because it was like old and kind of funky but it was okay i mean we were young in the hallway there was a door to an attic so you would kind of go up this creepy attic sto- like stairway And then there was like a room that looked like it used to be a kid's room. I remember that the walls were painted pink, but then there were like, it looked like hatchet marks in the wall. And there was like insulation coming out and it was really horribly creepy and scary. So I had some suitcases that I decided to put up there. So first thing that happened was I was trying to sleep, but I was wide awake and I heard a knock on my bedroom door. And I said, come in, and no one came in. And I said, come in, Steph, thinking it was my cousin, and no one came in. So, a second later, another knock on my bedroom. I'm like, Stephanie, come in, I'm awake, come in. No one came in. So I get up, I open the door, she's not there. I walk down the hallway to her bedroom, and she's sound asleep. The next thing that happened was, I saw, like, something in the hallway. I wanna call it a white mist. And I remember looking at it thinking, am I really seeing this? And then the cat was looking at the white mist and like fought, like tracking it as it moved. So I'm like, okay, well I'm seeing that and the cat's seeing that. So that kind of brought it to my cousin. I'm like, hey, I think your apartment's haunted. And she's like, no, I've never had anything weird happen here, blah, 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 blah. I've always felt really comfortable. I've always been really cozy here. The last thing that happened was I was sitting on the couch in the living room watching television. And all of a sudden I hear boom, 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 boom. And then the door to the attic in the hallway bursts open and all of my suitcases come like tumbling out, which to me is like, hey, bitch, get out. Okay, I did move out shortly thereafter, but not because of the ghosts, because my cousin and I started ferociously fighting. Now, you could definitely attribute that to young girls living together and being drama queens however we had never had any previous issue with not getting along and I will say that every roommate she ever had there it ended terribly where there was horrible fighting between them that ended with the roommate leaving so I almost feel like whatever was there didn't want her to have a roommate the ghost like wanted my cousin all to itself love you guys bye so Megan said that the Ew.
1: way the stairs to the attic were, there was like a landing. So it was mm-hmm. like, you had to go up and then turn. Right. So it's not like her suitcases could have just tumbled out sure. on their own.
4: Oh, that means they had to go like around a corner and then down the stairs. And then down
1: the stairs. Ew. Or maybe the cousin was just being a real bitch and just like hiding in there and throwing her suitcases down. <laughs> just like, this will scare her. Gotta do something to get I rid of her. hate her. Get her
4: out of the house. <laughs> uh, so we have to actually share some updates here. Um, um, from our listeners about
1: pentagrams. Oh, okay. Well, how so, many
4: weeks ago was that, that we talked about the pentagram?
1: That was last week. Was it last week? It was it last week. seems like eternity. <laughs> 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 well, because we had the haunted driver's manual, and they said That's that there right. was a pentagram on the first page.
4: And then we had a whole argument on whether or not pentagrams were, like, evil or not.
1: And I just, for the record, want to say that I called it and said, I don't think pentagrams were always evil. So
4: Kendall says, just listening to the latest episode, and I wanted to give you more context about the general use of pentagrams. As a former Wiccan practitioner, the sources I am familiar with describe it as representing the balance of the elements. The five points represent Earth, Air, Fire, Water, and Spirit. Ascending. It's also a symbol of protection. Oh, did not know that. Yeah. When the pentagram is inverted, it's used as a symbol of evil intent. The uh, inverted pant.
1: The inverted panties. The- <laughs> Sorry, pantygram. <laughs> pantygram. <laughs> Okay, oh. sorry. Oh, we need a break. We so so.
4: Where was that? Why I Why are we even not drinking know? through I, this? I, right, <laughs> God, do you have wine. God, I could chug some yeah the inverted pentagram is just as offensive to a good pagan as an inverted crosses to a christian interesting oh. okay however a pentagram that is right side up is very positive healing and powerful symbol have an awesome halloween stay spooky kendall
1: oh thank you kendall so wait
4: now we need to know if the pentagram was upside down or not right In right the book?
1: we need to know also got this one from mary hodges on youtube which is another place where you can leave us messages yes, mary says the pentagram conversation reminded me of something that happened on. On our road, my husband and I were going to the store and that someone had painted a pentagram and said that our road was cursed. Only it wasn't a pentagram, it was the Star of David. Oh my God, I was going (laughs) to guess that. Supposedly, our weird neighbor was mad at a guy who lives at the dead end of our road and was just trying to curse him. So you're a bigot and you're (laughs) stupid. You're a bigot,
4: you're stupid, (laughs) and
1: and, yeah. So many things. (laughs) All right, so we're really excited that this is going to happen. Been texting and going back and forth with Britt Barbieri Ever since I saw this footage on the Today Show of these strange lights in the sky, apparently kind of close to the Big Dipper, and they interviewed one of your production partners, Ben Hansen. And so we reached out to Britt, and I was like, we have to talk to her about all this crazy UFO or
4: UAP stuff, whatever Okay, wait, hold on, really quick. Can we address the UFO, UFAP thing? Why did UFO get canceled?
0: Honestly, I think they're trying to remove the history and the stigma of the UFO phenomenon to kind of have people forget about everything that they've been trying to cover up and just address what's been happening since 2017. So I'm anti UAP. I know that in-house, yeah, like in-house government and in-house like actual military pilots, they have always referred to them since, you know, probably 30, 40 years as UAPs Mm -hmm. from what I've learned. But as far as like the general public and what it was always referred to to the general public were UFOs because they were unidentified flying objects. So I'm very anti-UAP, even though that is a a term. I just, it's still a UFO if we don't know what it is. And the reason that Brit is a specialist in this
1: matter is go. because she has been on Unidentified with Demi Lovato also on UFO Witness on the Travel Channel. She and Ben Hansen have been working together on all of this stuff for ages and that's why you're going to fill us in. And UAP stands for? Unidentified Aerial Phenomena. And what do we call the unidentified phenomena that's happening in the water, like in the oceans?
0: Those are USO, so that's Unidentified Submergible Objects. Okay, Ooh. and I do want to talk to you more about that because I know you do a a (laughs) lot. Sorry, I got real excited there. I was (laughs) like, what's happening in the oceans?
1: (laughs) Well, and Britt would know because Britton does a lot of scuba diving. And so I do want to talk to you about that. But first, I want to hear what are your thoughts on all of this stuff that we've been seeing? And also, do you know a place where people can go and automatically see this footage?
0: You actually should just head over to the YouTube channel, which is Hypo Center Productions. That's going to be our main place where we're going to be sending updates and footage coming from pilots. So you'd want to head over to YouTube, go to HypoCenter 101 or HypoCenter Productions, and that's the main feed we're using. And that's the quick access to see those videos.
1: Okay. And we will post a link to that so everybody can see this because they are amazing. Mm. Honestly, I was watching them today and not only is the video kind of scary, but I'm scared of flying. So just hearing these guys <laughs> and the ambient noise right. of the jets in the background was really freaking me out. But it's amazing because when we look at it, it just looks like lights in the sky. But when you hear these guys, professionals, who see stuff in the sky all the time, and they're all like, whoa what is that? What is going on? It's really exciting.
0: It is. I've had calls today. Ben's had calls today with more pilots. It's more intriguing to hear it from them because they do fly the friendly skies every day, every night. Most of the ones we talk to fly a lot of red eyes. So they're very familiar with space and they've noted multiple times that we see satellites on a regular, almost to the point where it's like clockwork. But in some of these accounts, these lights have formed and appeared and then started doing their own track and motion and kind of having a mind of their own, almost trying purposely to grab the attention of those looking and watching. But to see that in the clear skies, and these are gentlemen that have 26, 27 years under the belt flying, it puts it into a different perspective when you're listening to them. And then they're reporting it into their head control saying, I've got the lights again from another pilot. It's Mm -hmm. kind of eerie. Nobody knows what they are. And if somebody does... And it's a satellite. Please let us know because we haven't ruled that out. We are considering all things at this moment as more information continues to come in. But some cases, really, you just you can't really put a pin on it, saying it's satellite. It just doesn't move or sound like a satellite. Right. And you you hear air traffic control, and they're like, don't know
1: what to tell you. Yep. You know, yeah. <laughs> just got a big like Whoa. question mark. Yeah. <laughs> so when you see this stuff, is it scary to you, or is it exciting?
0: It's exciting. I don't really fear it anymore. I think it's just come to a point in my life that I, I've always known for the longest time that there's something else out there. There's no way that we're the only living life on a planet or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. So for me, it's more exciting and thrilling to finally have that validation.
4: Um, have you ever had an experience with a UFO?
0: Yeah, I've had two. My first one was actually with my father leaving the airport. We had just picked up my sister and we saw an object kind of hovering inside a cloud. It kind of shook us for a second because we're like, oh, is that, is that an airplane? But it wasn't. It was like a cylinder, tic-tac-shaped object, but it was very bright. Bright metallic in color really reflected the sun almost blinding. And we watched for a second and it kind of came horizontally completely out of the cloud. And then the 747 flew in front of it. And as it was coming towards it, it lowered back into the cloud. Oh, and wow. And then it went away. So my dad and I are both like, oh, did you see that? You <laughs> saw that, right? <laughs> right? You know, it was one of those moments like, oh my God, I feel so justified. And then my second one was a black triangular Ooh, shape. Okay, we've that heard was, about that. yeah. Yeah. This one was really close, probably about 25, 30 feet in length. And it was close enough that I could make out the details underneath it. And I rolled my window down. My husband was driving and I literally stuck my head out. Cause I was like, I oh. know what this is. Like, I've got to see this freaking thing. And he wouldn't stop the car. He kept telling me, no <laughs> aliens and him are like, let's not talk about it. So I rolled down the window, stuck my head out. And the most eerie thing is I've seen a lot of drones, you know, but this thing was massive and there was no sound. And it was just not moving. It was just hovering just completely still.
4: Did you hear that story? I guess NASA is shooting some sort of signals out into outer space that are supposed to, like, say hello to our alien friends. What yeah, are you... they've been doing
0: that for a long time. Right, they
4: have. And, it, like, it just now has become, like, known to the public or whatever. I'm like, what do you think about that?
0: Yeah, well, it's apparently mathematic. And, and they do it with tones. You got to think almost like close encounters. That's basically what they've attempted to do. But I always fear that because we don't know how that is perceived by another type of, let's say, hypothetically an alien. So it does, there's some fear to that on what are we welcoming to us. And we've been sitting pretty quiet for a while. And it seems like it picked up when they started playing around with that. And it's like, just don't poke the bear.
1: Tell us a little bit about the underwater um Ooh, phenomenon. Yes. I guess that blows my mind.
0: So USOs, a lot of these accounts started coming out for probably the last 40 years, but nobody really talked about them. But there's so many accounts from people that are traveling in boats that literally report seeing these lights that will come up to the water surface and then go beneath. And it's not like bioluminescent. It actually will vibrate the water so they can see the water movement with these lights. So that indicates some type of propulsion or engine or what have you. I've done some historical work on it and there's actually reports all the way back to like the 11th century that lights in the water actually guided them to their location. So there's historical documents on it as far back as the 11th century. Wow. And then there's also accounts from the 60s on where our tech- technologies in capturing these things became more advanced.
1: So there's something going on with the Pentagon on Monday.
0: So last year in Ju- uh, July, excuse me, in 2021, we had a UAP report. This is supposed to be our second, a more in-depth UAP report, and I'm not holding my breath. Britt, please
1: stay in touch. If anything pops up, is it okay for us to grab you to be on the podcast with us again?
0: Absolutely. After Monday, let's see what happens. I'd be more than happy to shoot back on and talk awesome. longer. We have a lot of updates to come. We're just waiting on some more data and details before we come out with more information. And that will be also promoted through the debrief and the Today Show. So in the meantime, where can everybody find you? The best way to find me directly is on Instagram at, at Brittany underscore investigates or you can find me on Facebook. If you are listening to this and you're a pilot and you have a story or a stewardess or air traffic control, you can uh, send us an email. And the email is in my bio that you can find on my Instagram account. Wonderful. Thank you so much yeah, for taking thank the you. time. Yes, absolutely. I had a great time. I love your show. So I follow you guys. I try and tag you in fun oh, stuff yay. to send it your way. That's <laughs>
1: so. awesome. Thank you so much, Brett. Yeah. All right. So we got to wrap up this episode with one of our favorite stories out of Granbury. This one comes from Adam. Yeah. Okay.
5: So it was 2010. My house burned down. With my stepdad in it. So he died in the fire. Before he died, there was all sorts of weird stuff going on in the house. He ended up going to a psychologist saying he had seven voices in his head telling him to kill my mom. (gasps) So uh, on January 10th of 2010, I woke up at three o'clock in the morning and my mom's screaming because the house was on fire. So we wake up, get outside. The house is burning down. My dad's inside. I can't do anything about it. Later on, after the house has been put out, I go back in with the, uh, what was what, two days later with the uh, investigator. He's taking me through the house. He's like, so what happened here? We're in his room, which is completely gutted. It's all been burnt out. He's like, looks like something punched through the wall right here. I'm like, well, that's where his homemade Ouija board was. (gasps) Yeah. So we were taking pictures in the house, and there was nothing in the room when I was in there. When we developed the pictures, there was things in the room with me. Like, it was pretty, uh, oh my pretty creepy. Oh, gosh. So, they never figured out what started the fire. And the only thing that they could find odd was where it looked like it punched through the uh, hole in the wall where his Ouija board was.
1: Why did he have a Ouija board? Because he
5: wall? was, yeah. like, he, into. Was he into,
4: like, the dark spirits and stuff like he that? He w- didn't
5: think he was. He was 100% thinking he was into the good side of things and was talking to Jesus and talking to angels. And then, Ooh, coming to find out, not apparently, at not at all. Not
3: the case. Oh, my
4: God. Yeah.
5: And it was really weird. So,
4: Marshall, like tried to explain that. They
5: didn't. They, they didn't. were just They're like, nope.
4: Like, Don't know. You know What's what really
5: mark? weird is when we went to the police department, because obviously my dad died and everything. <laughs> We were standing there and a random police officer, unrelated to the whole situation, walked in. He's like, you would not believe the amount of weird things that happened in this town that we can't explain and science can't explain. And Turned around and walked off. I was like, OK, that's nice. So, <laughs> Where was this at again? Uh, Grand Junction, Colorado.
1: Grand Junction, Colorado. Yeah, right like, on the border wanna... with Utah. We got to look that up. Say yeah. yeah. Any chance you still have the photos?
5: Somewhere on Facebook.
1: Oh oh would you you're bringing send them, them up? To us? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, can we please have those? <laughs> I might have to screenshot off of your phone you'll let me. Is the house still standing or Yeah,
5: they uh, gutted it and rebuilt it and people are living in it now.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much for Welcome. sharing that. That's yeah, an amazing story. Wow,
4: dude. I know that i can live in a house that somebody has burned up in and played with a ouija board before it all happened so well, like i just know. don't know you know they sold that shit without telling them can you um a fire you would have to disclose a and then fire. i don't think you could you go and look up exactly what happened
1: I, have you are you watching the watcher right now no but i've heard everybody keeps telling me about it dang it, it it's bad and i can't stop watching it
4: i heard it was awesome no
1: it's definitely not oh, awesome it's Bad, but, but it's stop. yeah it's based on you know the real story of sure. the watcher but the and they just like make up a whole lot of stuff to go along with it, yeah, to and make it better, yeah. And Jennifer Coolidge is in it, which is so weird. She's such a weird person in She's this. The new Christopher Walken, yeah, you really nailed that. That's exactly <laughs> what she is. But like listening to his story, are we really gonna do this Ouija board thing?
4: I don't know. Because I, I I cannot lie. With all of the crap that keeps happening to me, I am getting a little bit nervous. Yeah, same here. Like computer stuff crashing, my car accident. Yeah. Just in general, bad luck.
1: I have these weird spider bites on my feet that I... Or whatever, scabies. You,
4: I can't wait till you birth those spider babies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Something's growing on my ankle, y'all. I
4: bet if you squish it, something will come out.
1: <laughs> That's what Rebecca said. Try to go into labor with those things. Like, if you're a little spider eggs could hatch during the season finale. <laughs> that would be perfect. Yeah, I've been kind of, there's been a lot of random weirdness that's been happening. I don't know. And I got really scared. So um, so if you don't know what we're talking about. Uh, we the, played with the Ouija board last week. No, we didn't play with it, really. We just, we touched it. We played with it enough. But it's such a chintzy little, it was a promotional thing for the Amazon Prime series. Right. My Best Friend's Exorcism.
4: It could be chintzy or not, but it. Clearly still works.
1: So we said that we were going to go and use it at Las Almas Rotas, which is
4: haunted. Which is
1: haunted. It's a haunted bar here in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like we let's go. I do want to go. Let's go and we'll take the Ouija board. Okay. Oh yeah, I have to read this. Can one. we make our fans
4: play with it instead of us, girl? That's
1: exactly what I was going to suggest. God so bless. we got this message from Christy, who says uh if she asked if she could join us at, at Las Almas Rotas on Sunday when we were going to use it, and she said, "I'm not a weirdo. I just really want to come." hang out with you guys <laughs> and she was like is it okay like I'm a mom I'm like, cool I'm yeah. like this is exactly why we're doing this right we want you to come hang out with us right this is just an excuse to kind of meet yeah. people so please and I'm to thinking, drink yes and lust. to play with the Ouija board they call it a mezcala mascala Mescala area <laughs> They sell tequila. Let's just say <laughs> okay, that. Done. In fact, when you're driving by it, it's less, It just says Mezcal area, okay, and then it's got a little tiny Los Alamos Road. So make sure you're looking for the big Mezcal thing, okay. But yeah, I say we bring the Ouija board and we just see what happens.
4: Okay, I'm down for that.
1: And we bring like sage and salt. And... Absolutely. I found. I already pulled my sage out. Okay, good. And I've got mine. So yeah, perfect. Um, but if you would like to use the Ouija board in yes. our yes, that would be absolutely. Absolutely, that would be amazing. Uh, we
4: also got another. Uh, Note from Inez, and she says, Hi, friends. Just finished the current episode and thought I would send you the prayer I say prior to using the board. It was given to me many, many years ago by a family friend who is a medium. Looking forward to hearing about your experience with it, Inez. Um, And here's the prayer I am a being of pure white light. Only good can come to me, only good can flow through me, and only good can be here with me.
1: Oh, that's nice.
4: That is very nice.
1: Actually, the she sent a picture of the piece of paper, and it's pretty cool because it looks old. It looks yeah. like, like something that somebody wrote down a long time ago, so we'll post a picture of that. Awesome. That's super cool.
4: Um, oh, yeah, by the way, this is the season finale, you guys. Are you all crying? Because I am. I really know. No, we're um, not.
1: Right? We're both tired. We, we need, a, are, we need a break.
4: And after the Ouija board incident on Sunday, <laughs> and I say incident because there might be one. There's
1: going to be one. <laughs> I I'm, And we know. I already said I taped an episode of another podcast there and stuff was happening. Uh, right. So, so if, it, if stuff doesn't happen while we're there, then I'm going to be mad. Oh, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to be
4: super pissed because I've gone out of my way to go to this haunted location. Stop, so if you go see you hear me. Stop it. Don't. I'm not going <laughs> to touch the Ouija board. We're making somebody else do it. Okay. I guess we'll do it for us. <laughs> Okay. Thank you, Ines. We will be posting mini sods for our patrons uh, on November 17th. This is a great time to become a patron. It's five bucks a month. Patreon.com slash Uh Podcast itself is going to return February 2nd. But we're also going to put our top 10 of 2022
1: on New Year's Eve. So you want to watch out for that. And keep in mind, like, if you've had a favorite from this past year, in fact, I'm kind of looking forward to, this is when I like to go back and listen to all of the episodes. Right. Because I need to make a new intro for next season. Oh, so, yeah. So picking out all those really great moments from this past year okay. so if you have any or you know a suggestion for that this is also going to give you guys a chance to make your new Dead Pet of the Week theme songs yep. or your weird shit theme songs so also the holidays are approaching and we know you guys are going to be with family you've always got that weird Uncle Bobby mm-hmm. or crazy Aunt Ethel who's got a weird story <laughs> sit them down talk to them talk to them <laughs> put your phone in their face let them tell the story or just write it down just get that stuff send it all to podcast at Gmail .com so we can use it in Season 9. Woo! Season nine, 9 of Haunted AF.